Hello, hello, and welcome to Tea Time with Irina. I am so excited and pleased to introduce all of you to the amazing Elle Teshima, who is a freelance writer, editor, and content strategist, and her heart's desire is to help businesses, job seekers, position themselves as experts in their industry. Now, she works with clients to craft and leverage their valuable content to build brand authority, engage prospective employers or clients, and even to attract new leads. And one of the reasons that I fell in love with her and her work is that she has this playful way of helping you tune into your spirit to help you make your words fit for human consumption. You know, sometimes we have these great big feelings, especially as many of you our intuitive empath, and we just can't articulate what it is we're trying to say. We can't find the words to describe our experience, and Elle has this magical way of helping connect the dots for us, and I knew I needed to share her with you. So welcome, welcome, Elle. Please just take a moment, introduce yourself, and give us a little story about how you came to the online space. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Irina. I am just thrilled to be here and to spend time with you. Um, like you said, I am a writer, editor, and content strategist. Uh, my background is in academia. I am a former college instructor, and I have degrees in psychology and criminal justice. And I took up writing um, through the course of my education and employment, um, both during and after my time in higher ed. Um, while I was doing my master's and doctoral work, I held mentor and assistantship positions, providing both research and writing support to students and faculty. And then when I left academia, I worked in business administration for two years. And that's where I developed my skills and interest in marketing and the client experience. So basically, I spent roughly a decade learning all the rules of writing, and then I learned how to break them. All right. So I started my own business to help other business owners with writing and content strategy because business writing is very different from academic writing. And it's important to know what's going to connect and resonate with a specific audience in a conversational and natural way that's on point with your brand. Mm. So what I do now is help people find balance between the feelings and logic of their audience by combining both the art and the science of writing. So when I work with clients, I take the thoughts and feelings of that message and I organize it in a way that resonates with their audience. So for me, it's like a puzzle. And that gets me really excited because I love piecing together the essence of my client's heart and what their mission is while applying my knowledge of human behavior and a consumer mindset to have that meaningful impact that they're looking for. That's beautiful. And I love how you say that, that you make it a puzzle and that you balance the art and science of it, because that is something that I never looked at writing like as a science. To me, it always seems like an art, language arts. And it's something you were either born with or you weren't born with. But when you apply that vantage point of it being also scientific, there's methodologies and formulas you can follow and you can start to move it around like a puzzle and combine certain words for certain experiences to evoke feelings and thoughts, all of a sudden the whole landscape shifts. It's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And it, you know, it, it gets me wondering what you're very excited about right now in your business because I know <laughs> that, that you have something bubbling up and cooking and, and what, what's going on? I do. I just finished a short ebook, my very first info product 
on content repurposing to help business owners get more mileage out of their existing content. Mm -hmm. And it's designed to help people increase their online presence while simultaneously reducing both their stress and their workload. Um, online content is a huge stressor for a lot of people because things like visibility, brand awareness, SEO, web traffic, and social media engagement, um, those types of things are getting a lot of attention in digital marketing right now. And it doesn't take long for the overwhelm to set in. Um, most business owners feel compelled to be everywhere all at once. And it's humanly impossible to do that if you're trying to consistently create fresh, brand new content for every platform. Mm -hmm. And not everybody has the ability or opportunity to outsource that, or they may not know the potential of the content that they already have. So I wanted to share some actionable ways that even one person or a small team can do to make improvements and relieve some of that strain so that they can focus on their clients and the actual reasons that they're in business instead of being bogged down by some of those logistical things in their business that might be holding them back from doing what they feel called to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so, so easy to get sucked into that. And you just feel like you're wasting, it's not a waste of time, but it, you don't get to the client work. You're not doing what you truly love because you're trying to figure out the admin of it all and to keep it fresh. And I, I love, I don't know if it's a secret or if you can share the name of this wonderful, wonderful ebook that you have, but I just, I feel like it's the most creative name and it just tickles me. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I'm happy to share the name. It's called The Pocket-Sized Professors guide to running a content 5k how to make your content go the extra mile oh i love it i love it that's that is about extending the life of that content to make it work smarter and harder for you so that it reaches a wider audience and goes a little bit further for the investment of time and or money that you've made in creating that material yeah. So, and we're going to have a link for all of you guys to check it out because this, I'm so excited about it too. I haven't gotten a peek at it yet. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yes. It's available on my website. Woo! All right. Cause it is, it's exciting to know that something that seems so impossible. Cause I think of like those couch to 5k programs, right? Um, that's why I love that title so much because I'm not a runner, but I followed those programs and I know what's achievable. If you follow the formula, that scientific formula of you show up and run X amount of things a day. And the way that, again, you strategically place things for us so that we have a methodology to follow, to apply, it's not overwhelming. And all of a sudden, we've achieved the impossible. So I'm excited to get a look at it. <laughs> I'm jumping off and buying it right away. So the, the next thing I want to know is for those of us while we're still on here, is there a tip or two that you could share with us to help us articulate what's in our hearts or even just somewhere sure. mind. Yeah. So the book is focused on working with content that you already have. So um, as kind of a counterbalance to that, I will offer you some tips for creating content okay. um, in, in this little segment. Um, when we put written communication in front of an audience, we're connecting with both the minds and hearts of those on the receiving ends of our words. And that's a big responsibility that I think many people, including myself, um, take very seriously. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think people hesitate to share the messiness of those thoughts for fear of saying the wrong thing in their writing. Mm -hmm. So my first piece of advice is this, and it's, it's hard for people, it's more of a, a mindset thing. 
Um, but don't censor yourself on your first draft. Allow yourself the freedom to spill out all of the ideas and the verbiage that you have rolling around in your brain, because we can always fit those blurbs together into something more coherent once they're on the page. Um, for myself, I have notebooks full of scribbles and a document on my computer strictly for the purpose of a brain dump. Um, I'm a huge proponent of rough drafts, and they don't have to be pretty. So once you've released those thoughts from your mind, you make room to take a step back and make sense of them. And then you can find an editor to help you refine that beautiful mess for dissemination to the outside world if you need to. So that's, that's tip number one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I, then second, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I love that the, the freedom and the permission to release those thoughts that keep us censored, that keep us trapped. The, the fact that, especially when it comes to writing, I know for myself, number one, if it's not the grammar that you're worried about, it's the punctuation. It's like, oh God, where's my strunken white? <laughs> Can I even <laughs> do that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but there's all this pressure we put on ourselves to write and you stare at that blank screen and the cursor. So just knowing that the messiness can be part of the fun and the journey and the enjoyment. Because I know for myself, I'm so afraid of being messy when I write. Mm -hmm. and, and then not only the topics I write about, sometimes I really am like, oh, can I, can I talk about this without everybody <laughs> rolling their eyes? So I really appreciate the fact, I love the way you say that we can bring it together into coherent messages once mm -hmm. it's we have to get it out. So thank you. I'm sorry to interrupt, but <laughs> Oh no, you didn't interrupt at all. That's that's very valuable and I'm glad you brought that up because that's the other point about doing a rough draft is when you write, you don't have to write for someone else. It's okay just to get those thoughts down for yourself as part of a pre-writing process. You don't have to show anyone those original thoughts. And so that provides you another level of freedom going, it's okay if I need to shred this or burn this or set it aside or hide it under my mattress or whatever you do with your private writings. Um, you know, just get those thoughts out because sometimes that will spark some additional creativity as well because that's one of those things, the more you exercise that muscle, the easier it gets. Um, and so in that same vein of not having to write for other people, um, my second piece of advice is to unequivocally be yourself. There is a lot of advice out there to think like your customer or your client when you're writing so that you can provide value to them, address their pain points, and provide the solutions that they need. And I wholeheartedly agree with those pointers because those are all great things to consider. But sometimes it gets in the way for people when they're trying to communicate in a way that's unnatural to them. Mm -hmm. So authenticity is the biggest thing for me. So don't be afraid to use your own voice and be genuine because the right people will flock to you when you share your message in that way because of the genuine attraction to who you are and what you have to offer. Oh, I love that. And that is so, so helpful because I find that that's a, a major stumbling block for me. That idea of having like the little image up of the person I'm writing to, that one particular client trying to speak to them in their language. And I end up changing so much of myself that it does feel disingenuine in the end. It feels like I'm trying to change myself to 
either make someone else comfortable or to help them see something as opposed to just simply being me in my words and use all my crazy you know, New York verbiage like Ajita and <laughs> your chariot of weights and <laughs> discombobulation and all of those crazy things. Sometimes I watch the Long Island Medium just to listen to her talk because I'm like, oh my God, she's my language. <laughs> <laughs> Who are these knuckleheads? These meatheads. So, yeah. And a lot of times the things that you feel will hold you back or that you're fighting against are the very things you need to share with your audience because that's what makes you unique and you are the only person that can provide what you do for the people that you serve. Ah, uh, Elle, I love that. You just have a way. You have a way of articulating what's in our heart. Thank you so much for coming on. I am so, so grateful for you sharing your expertise, your wisdom with us. Those tips are amazing. I love them. And I'm so excited about your new ebook. And you are the pocket size professor. I didn't highlight that in the beginning, but I love that title and that name. Um, we're going to have all of the links to the ebook, to your website, to your Facebook page. So you can also stay in contact with Ellen, get the latest and greatest information. She has these incredible word Wednesdays. I love learning all of these great, great ways to utilize new words in our, in our writing and in our vocabulary. And as we wrap up, I'm just going to get you once, um, just to say your, what's the best website that would, or your website that we can just immediately go to right now if someone is listening to this in the car and they can't access the notes right away. Yep, my website is pocketsizedprofessor.com. Excellent, and that's all one word, pocket-sized. That is all one word, pocket-sized professor. Okay, fantastic. So please go check Elle out. I will have all the links where you can contact her, but otherwise, pocketsizeprofessor.com. And once again, Elle, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Oh, thank you, Irina. It's always a joy to spend time with you. Uh, thanks. All right, bye, everybody.